Hello and welcome to the Wild Heart Revolution podcast. I'm Tori. And I'm Ben. And we hope that this episode encourages you to embrace the wild heart God has given you and blesses you today. What we're talking about is specifically is chasing passions with Jesus. And in this group, the whole goal is to really, um, as believers who are led by the Holy spirit, as people who are in love with Jesus, right. Cause it's, it literally is all about him. Um, our desire is to help people get really clear on who they are in Jesus, um, what their purpose actually is, what does that mean? And then how to go out and make an impact. And without all of the Christianese, if you want to say that, um, I know those words are, are easy to understand, but what we really mean is that we, we, my husband and I have, and our team, um, we've always felt that they're, uh, the world obviously needs Jesus, but what do you do outside of the traditional box of church, right? We are the church and my husband and I have always definitely felt like there's, you know, we have these dreams and visions and creative ideas and see God everywhere else. But, uh, you know, how do we chase that? And is, does, is that God's will for my life? And what does that actually mean? Right. So we're going to be talking about right now. Um, some of the questions that I posted to be thinking about are, I'm going to go through them and we're going to talk about them. And if you guys, if this resonates with you, please comment. Um, you can always message and connect with us. We are here to build that community. Um, like, I think we are so excited to see what God's going to do. Right. Um, but, but also we really just want to create this space where people can, um, find a place to connect with one another and, uh, just step outside of the religious box essentially, and not saying that, um, anything and everything about, uh, what's gone on in, or what, what is currently present in our world with Christianity is, is that right? There's a lot of us that are, um, led by the spirit, but I think some of the, the reasons why, uh, we're talking about this tonight is have you ever felt like, you know, okay, I've have all of these passions or these dreams. Um, but we just think that we have to give them up in order to follow Jesus. And so I'll set kind of the, the tone for everything is of course, Jesus is life itself, right? He is everything. And for me personally, that did not, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, but I was constantly seeking my identity and understanding what that looked like because I was really excited about adventure. I was, I've always been really intense and passionate and driven and ambitious, but I was always told that that wasn't allowed or that wasn't from God. And I've always been really creative and consulted a lot of people in health and wellness and help people build businesses. And I, again, I was always compartmentalizing that and felt like this is clearly not of God. This is just of the world. And I think that that was the major disconnect that I had for the majority of my life until about four years ago. And I personally had a radical encounter with God where I experienced him. I, I got set free. Um, I got delivered. I got uh, physically healed. And then I encountered his love and started to realize, oh, I can actually have a relationship with father God, who is my dad and who loves me. And I think that sometimes, and with the, what's really going on, I mean, you guys could probably raise your hand and say, yeah, I, I've been there. I feel that way. Or I see why, for example, the revival that's breaking out in, in 
with Asbury that started with college age kids is, is because they are done with the horse and pony show, if you want to call it that, right? They, they kind of feel like, why does it have to look a certain way to be a Christian, right? Whether we, we call it religious or not, there's still a mold that has worked for quite some time. And I think that because we're starting to see these kiddos rise up and pursue Jesus and be really passionate uh, about ministering to him, it's, it's shifting things and it's igniting new fire amongst so many people. And it's so awesome because God's going to do whatever he wants to do. Right. So when it comes to the conversation of, of passions, I think that we do think that we have to give up the things that we love in order to follow Jesus. And yes, it's, it's, it's so important to surrender every area of life to him. But again, I'm going to challenge you to think of, to, to ask yourself the question, like, what if the passions that you have are from God. I think we get so inside of our head and think that because we're raised in culture, the, 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 the place that we grow up in, um, the things that we're drawn to, or we like, uh, and then if we encounter God, we feel as though we are, we are in sin. If we stay uh, connected to our passions, or if we feel a strong desire to pursue those. And of course, I mean, there are things that God's going to ask us to give up because they're just not the best thing for us, or maybe for that time in our life, or we like to say in the church in the, the season, right? But what if the reason why you have certain passions are because God specifically created you uniquely to chase those passions and then be a light in those areas because you love those things and he wants you to represent him to be um, someone who walks out what it means to bring um, heaven to earth, to point people to Jesus and to, to the kingdom, right? So I think we just have a hard time sometimes because have you ever felt like whenever I became a Christian, and I got into even church, um, I wasn't allowed to have fun. I wasn't allowed to be happy. You might not have been literally told that verbatim, but if God is creator, right? If he's the, the creator, then wouldn't that mean that your creativity and the passions that you have and the interests that you have to some degree, right? The dreams that you have are part of that. If he made you and he is, we always talk about God and his love, but it's, it's, we got to look at those verses of, you know, like the joy of the Lord is my strength. Joy is a good thing. Joy is connected to happiness, right? It's, it's that constant, it's a choice that we have to make, but if he's really good and he's love and it's his kindness that leads us to repentance, don't you think that he wants you to pursue the things that your heart longs for. It's so funny how we just disconnect those things, right? What if you are, what if you have permission to chase those passions with Jesus? And as you chase those passions, you invite him into them and you praise him for giving you those passions and you, you use those passions as a way to worship him.
What if that is how amazingly awesome and fun and creative and good our God is? And I think that this was the disconnect that I've always had, right? I'm such a big picture vision person, strategy, business-minded that my husband always has to tell me, and it's something God walks me through almost on a daily basis. It is okay to dive into the things that are fun, to get lost in those things. For example, playing piano or baking. I love both of those things, but it doesn't mean I have to turn them into a career and make money out of them. I'm allowed to say, you made me this way, God, and it is an honor and a joy. And I'm so amazed at your brilliance and your creativity. I'm going to go all in and learn how to play the piano to the best of my ability because it gives him glory, or I'm going to bake my heart out just because it's fun. And he delights in, in me, right. Talks about that in Psalms a lot. Like he delights in us. What a, what a upside down way of thinking. I think a lot of times we feel like when we walk out obedience and surrender, it means, yes, we have to sacrifice things and yes, it's costly. Don't misunderstand me. It's, but it's worth it. And as we go deeper in our relationship with the Lord or with, you know, just with Jesus, if you call it him that, however you like to address father God, um, as we go deeper into those passions, what if that's where you actually meet him the most? What if that's where you find him? And so I just want to encourage you, right? I think a lot of times we get so caught up with what is your will, God? And there's tons of scriptures that actually talk about it. And we over-spiritualize in that sense. We kind of over-analyze what that means. But really it's to do the will of the father. And if you look, it's to do what is right and to do what is good. And there's specific things, you know, that it talks about, uh, in scripture over and over. Um, we know that there's the great commission. We know we're supposed to be people walking in the supernatural life where we just look for opportunities to love people by our lifestyle and even heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. That should just be Christianity 101. Um, but it's, we don't, we don't get there, right? A lot of times we just think that because when we say yes to him, then if we don't put a, so on quote unquote Christian label on everything that we do, um, even though it's who we are and we can't change that. Right. I think we feel like we have to say, um, certain things that, you know, maybe certain phrases and, and things of that nature, uh, or, or qualify or over explain, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, for example, if you see someone that is really good at something and you say like, that's really amazing. You did a really great job creating that, or you did a really great job, um, speaking or teaching or singing. And then someone comes back to you and says, Oh, that, that was the Lord. And, I, there's some of, I like to call him a father of the faith, but Chris Valentin says, has said something to that effect. And he says, it wasn't that good. And what's, what's amazing about that is there's so much freedom in that is because if God creates us to be first and foremost in, in intimacy with him, that's why he sent his son in the first place. So we can even just have right relationship and just have a 
be connected to our dad. How amazing. Um, but going back to that example of God gave you unique passions and gifts and talents and skills and abilities to reflect what he's like one, one way or multiple ways of what he's like and his, you know, the vast good, not just goodness, but the creativity and the beauty and the diversity that he represents. And, uh, when you, someone actually gives you that compliment, you're just allowed to say, thank you. And, (laughs) but the cool part about that is again, what if those passions do come from God, then that means that just by being you and living to your, you know, fullest potential, then you are pointing people to God. When you don't, when we live at less than what we're created for, when we live at less than what we're good at, we feel bad for, for, um, enjoying certain things that we feel like, you know, this is silly. No one really likes this, you know, or I'm creative, or I have these interests that just, you know, they might be kind of outside of the box or, um, people just say they're a waste of time. What if the people group that needs the Lord so much is right there? What if you're the person who they're waiting for? I had to come to terms with that myself. As someone who has always loved the Lord, but didn't really understand that I could dive deep into the things he gave me. And if I did that and I stewarded those well, or I dove in and gave them my all, in any industry, right? So for me, that that was music first. I was in the music industry for quite some time. And then I was in, I've been in the health and wellness and fitness and space for a while. And I always tried to just say, I'm going to put this over here and I have my relationship with God and I'm going to go to church and I'm going to help build church or ministry or serve on the ministry team. But I was doing myself and God a disservice because he made me to have the interests and the abilities and the skills and the ideas to shift the way the health and wellness culture has been, right? And it wasn't until I recognized that and started to pray over my coworkers with my husband or alone and started to ask God, how do you see these people? What can I do? What strategies do you have to change this specific, you know, industry? What's needed here? How can I be like you today? What would you do, Lord? And just know that he made me for that. And it wasn't just, I'm just going to show up and be excellent, but I would look for opportunities and ask him for opportunities to represent him. And I can't tell you some of the testimonies that have come from that 
the opportunities, the doors that have opened from just saying yes to that versus trying to do something over here that I'm not really good at, or I'm not gifted in, or I'm not called to ultimately, right? I'll give you one more example. My husband and I have found a, that we connect in some fun video games where we get to immerse ourselves and create characters and we enjoy connecting with other people. And he had the idea to create a group that reflected uh, basically what it would be to, uh, it had Christian values essentially. And it was pretty obvious by costumes and by description and people asked and it created opportunity to just be a light without even having to go after someone and try to preach at them. It's just because that's what we love. And it's because what we're good at, it's what we we're good at or we enjoy, right? The doors open there. So I'm going to just give you a minute just to think about that, right? What does that look like for you? If everything we do gets to be an act of worship, right? If they're not compartmentalized, what if it's true that the things that you're waiting for, you know, sometimes, yes, God's going to put you in that place of it's not right now. But what if sometimes it's just, just step out, right? Just do the things your heart loves. Because I can probably ask you this question if you haven't been saved or been in a Christian environment since you were a kid, you probably were really passionate about certain things. And then when you became a Christian, you might've had that wild outside of the box roughness that you brought, but slowly you let that die. And God didn't intend for you to do that. I'll give you one more example. This is such a joy to get to be here with you guys. Um, there was a guy that he posted about, uh, he got saved in the seventies and he was a hardcore metalhead, loves heavy metal. And, um, when he got saved, he knew that a lot of what was in the music, he knew that it was the influences. They weren't good. They, you know, the, the, those people obviously weren't, didn't know Jesus. And so he tossed it, but instead of just totally giving up the, the what he loved, he found Christian heavy metal bands. And now he's, he's been in that for 30, 40 years or 50 years, I guess at this point. Right. Um, and he didn't, he never let go of what he loved and it's what if, what would happen? So just think about that maybe before we go is, you know, I want to just like bless you guys and pray over you guys and give you an announcement too. Um, but just think about the fact that it should be exciting, right? Being in love with Jesus should be exciting and it should be magnetic for other people, right? It should be, you should have so much hope and joy in him, but also because of that intimacy that you have and because you know that father God loves you and accepts you and you've got these amazing gifts and talents and skills that come from him that because of that, you can't help yourself 
but give it your all in whatever it is that you do and get into those niches, get into those places, get into those industries and infiltrate, start that business, create that ministry, whatever that is, and watch what happens, right? Sometimes you're going to, you're not going to have all the the answers. You're not going to have the blueprints. You just have to step out and he'll meet you there. And if it's not right, he'll course correct you and the door will shut. But if he's already told you, or if he's, he's already equipped you, right, then what are you waiting for? Just kind of give you, just give you that reminder about Jesus, right? If we look in scripture and we really study the person of who he is, he had people follow him everywhere he went because he related to them and he connected to them and he loved on them. The people that he called out were the ones who were attacking him and, or were the ones who partnered with religion, right? They felt that things had to be in this box. And because he was wild and offensive in so many ways, he either repelled you or he attracted you. That's just who he was. And that's who he is today. What an honor to get to be that way, right? So I'm just gonna just real quick before we hop off. Uh, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you um, just thank you, God. Thank you that you love every single person in this group. Uh, Jesus, thank you that you are life itself. God, thank you that you're fun. Thank you that the joy of the Lord gets to be our strength. Thank you that every good gift comes from you. Thank you that no matter what we do, we can do it to give you glory. God, we ask for, I just ask right now for, um, people to begin to step out in faith to do the things that are on their heart without fear. Holy Spirit, that you lead and guide. Thank you that we don't have to question whether or not what we're doing is going to bring you glory if we are in right relationship with you and we love you and we're connected with you. Thank you that you're dancing over us like it says in Zephaniah. And I just break off all oppression. If you're watching and you just need that, just that reminder, even if it's today, just break off all oppression right now in the name of Jesus and fear and anxiety and the lies that say you're not worthy or you're not equipped. You probably know exactly where you're called and equipped because it's what you think about all the time and what the Lord puts on your heart or what you're looking up. So God, I just pray for, just thank you that you are um, the one who gave us these gifts and passions in the first place. And just pray for a fresh boldness, to chase after you. And by doing that, 
to just step into our gifts and callings with ease, without fear, without second guessing everything. And thank you that we get to be at peace and joy and rest and relax as we do this with you. It doesn't have to be hard. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light, Jesus. Amen. All right, you guys. So another thing is my husband and I, um, we've been announcing it in here, but there's so many of you that have joined in this past month and we're so excited. Uh, we have something coming. We're going to be announcing it. Um, we do have, we, we do coach and mentor people who want to step into, um, what it like this, what it is that God has put on their heart. Um, and we, we focus on a few things. We're going to share more about that. And if that's you and you're, and you're saying, yeah, I, I want to learn more about that. You can reach out to, to me directly in messenger. Um, but just stay tuned. You'll get the, you'll get posts about it. There'll be information on it. And it is 100% obviously optional and up to you if you feel like, okay, this is what I, I need to support in this area. Um, we'll share more about it this in this next week or so. Um, but just again, welcome to this group. Um, I pray that you just step into to what God's called you to be passionate about and have fun in the process. All right. Bye, you guys. God bless.